welcome 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 to another episode of walks amici's uh this episode is the final episode on the lockdown diaries um i am accompanied by my friend nithya and we are gonna wrap up this session with some interesting voice notes that we have uh, collected from our friends which have many many different uh themes nithya how are you Great to be back, Mariam, and I'm looking forward. <laughs> We've collected a lot of voice notes, so it's going to be good to tidy it all up. And uh, it's perfect timing when we're going th- going to go into another lockdown here in the UK. So it it almost feels like we've come full circle. But perhaps we'd be able to apply this time some of the learnings uh, that we've learned from others and and from ourselves uh, into this new phase. Nitya, this second lockdown, I don't think we have the same oxygen and the freshness, and because everything is now, we're getting a bit jaded with time and impatient. So the second lockdown, especially in the winter, with when everybody has to be more inside, I don't know what's going to happen. But let's get in some some learnings that we got for the first one, and let's see if we can apply to the second one. Yes, Nitya. Indeed. So are we going to listen to the voice notes? So Nitya, the most interesting thing that I wanted to discuss with you before I unpack the voice notes is that in this lockdown, because it's been a huge crisis, so some personalities that I knew so well, different dormant characteristics in their personalities have come out. So we have some people who've become really obsessive about the COVID nineteen, and they're paranoid, and they're scared, and they're worried, and they're running for their lives. and there's some people who are just deniers they just think it's a conspiracy because huge conspiracy by the maybe the developed countries or to the developed countries i don't know so even within my own circle of friends and 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 family i have become this bad person who is who doesn't take who's not very scared of covid and take things lightly but a lot of my friends have had very serious adverse reactions and i see some people in them which i didn't recognize before So that is why let's introduce the first voice note which tells us about how they dealt with the uh with the covid-19. Mariam but before I just wanted to say something linked to your point you're so right and I also think that one thing that has changed in the last 50 years is informational fo- flows. Uh pri- previously you know information was hierarchical it would have to go up uh you know to be peer reviewed etc but now PR doesn't stand for peer reviewed stands for public relations almost yeah. you know and so that's the problem we have a plethora of sources everybody on whatsapp is the expert we're getting so much different information that are at cross purposes with each other nobody knows what to believe nobody knows mm. how much of it is true we can't verify any of it and hence we see this this polarization of perspectives uh, and i think that's the persp- that's the whole problem there is no one single authority like every uh, two months of who changes what it says in its advice and you know mm. all of these conspiracy theories about bill gates and 5g and god knows what else you know i mean next they'll be linking um, the man uh, walking on the moon was in, uh, in a hollywood studio with coronavirus um <laughs> you know so it's all uh, it's all a bit out then i really think it's a problem of uh, informational flows but yes let's listen to the voice yeah. notes and see what these people say i know too many unknown variables just too many okay so let's let's bring this one first so this is the voice note that the coronavirus didn't really change my life much um i'm not really one for listening to what the government say i'm right i'm really a, quite a libertine and against governments and their enforcements i find the whole corona thing virus very suspicious so we kind of carried on our lives as it as they were It was 
quite difficult that shops and places to go were shut. That really tested us. But that's really about it. Nitya, so this one is basically complete denial. They're saying it's a conspiracy theory. Any comments from you from her, this uh, my very libertine friend? Yes, ma'am, as we discussed, you know, I mean, look, nobody knows who to believe, right? You can make an equally good argument on both sides of it. Um, and that's the problem. But I really do believe whatever the rules society tends to set, I think people should follow some modicum of the rules because it's not fair that some follow it and some not. And you can't uh, throw the baby out with the bathwater. I think that, you know, you can't say, no, 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 I'm going to do because all it needs is one uh, a leak in the chain for everything to go all right. And now look, we're looking at the effects of after, you know, the numbers have been quelled in the UK. Now there's like 50,000 cases a day. That's the projection. Um, but I really do believe there has to be a lowest common multiple of rules that everybody should follow. So I'm not sure I'm very sympathetic to this person. <laughs> but I'm, I am thinking adhering to social norms that the government is giving us is also something not very, <laughs> it's, it's very, it's problematic. I don't know. Going against these social norms, I think is very exciting also. Not that I'm saying I'm going to do this. But uh, I, I, I respect this person. I actually think she's thinking her own mind and she's saying no. And she's saying I'm not following this ridiculous, incoherent policy or by the government and she doesn't believe it. Uh, I, I, I'm with her. Anyway. Anyway, but some so of it I do believe is objective. <laughs> okay. So, okay. We okay. can agree to disagree politely, yeah. Miriam. Okay. Yeah. So the next one, Nitya, it's really yeah. interesting and in how in, she talks about how in this lockdown she found out some of things that she has a huge dislike for and, and how she tried to find salvation. Shall we play it? Hi, I've actually enjoyed having some time at home and uh, been able to catch up with a few things. I haven't quite done as much as I thought I would at the onset. I haven't read as much as I wanted to. Certainly the yoga plans fell apart. Um, one thing I have realized how much I hate waste, absolutely hate it. I've tried to recycle a few things during this period and actually decided I don't need as many things. I'm kind of reluctant and a bit frightened for when lockdown uh, completely ends that I'll reverse to my bad ways of constantly socializing i think there's that fear of lose missing out fomo that's always there that makes me get myself quite busy and um, away from the important things in life as well one of the major cracks that i noticed during the lockdown in at least our system nationally in pakistan was that there were so many people out there who just wanted to make money of COVID-19, pharmaceutical companies, markets, businesses, selling masks at like triple the price, holding on very important drugs, anti-inflammatory drugs, pharmaceutical companies, all holding things and selling them for triple the price made me realize that in a pandemic, in an epidemic actually, you see the true colors of people and they come out so blatantly that it's a bit disturbing, actually. Trying to be as strong as possible for my father as well, because he gets depressed seeing her. So I think um, I've got that uh, ability to be that pillar of strength for him as well. Um, the only thing is that other people seem to be bringing me down, but 
I try not to pay attention to them. I try to do my own thing. The only fault is that I don't look after myself. Yeah, Mariam, listening to this, you know, I think, um, you know, it's totally normal to go back and forth between multiple mental and emotional states uh, during the pandemic. Uh, and this is what we're hearing, I think, in this voice note. The point is, the basic point is, I think it's okay to feel whatever you're feeling. You know, we beat ourselves up if we, we aren't pos- positive. Uh, people really misunderstand what being strong really is. I think for me, strength is the guts to be real, you know, to be who we are to have our masks off, pun intended. Um, and, you know, some days you feel on an emotional high and some days you I feel vulnerable. Uh, most people I know have felt this, have felt the same. And the point is, it's it's really all okay. Um, and the interesting bit about this voice note is at the end when she says, you know, people have begun to irritate her. <laughs> Look, that's not something, you know, usually we tolerate things, but I think it's great that she's aware of that. Um, and I think it pushes a lot of, it makes our priorities, particularly of the people we want to surround ourselves with, uh, very clear and very easy to see. Don't you think? Yes, yes, absolutely. I agree. Um, I, but Nithya, I've never seen you in a low mode. Whatever you say, you've always been this, this, this joyous, fun, sympathetic, understanding person. So, so I think maybe the lockdown hasn't hit you that bad. And I agree, oh Nithya, gosh. one thing. There's so much pressure on being positive. Mariam, I'm glad, you, <laughs> glad you're keeping my secrets safe on, <laughs> our, on this public platform. <laughs> no, but Nithya, seriously, there is so much pressure, I feel, to be positive. And, and, you know, I tell my daughter this myself. You know, it's bad manners to sulk or it's bad manners not to engage in positive conversation. It's bad manners to be sad or distressed. You're right. There is so much pressure all the time to be positive and happy and good and that if you show your vulnerability or if you show that you're feeling low or you're feeling anxious it's it's not looked it's 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 looked down upon so you're right it takes a lot of guts just to say hey this is the way i'm feeling take it or leave it yeah it's my way or the highway yes you're so right for me this is strength no no i love it i love it anyway shall we listen to the next one Okay, so Nithya, this is really interesting. I have, an, I have a very nice, uh, interesting voice note from a friend of mine who was quarantined in India with his, with his, with his pa- family and he's the only child and he didn't really spend time, a lot of time with, with family before. And this has happened with us and lots of adults are now going back to their parents and usually they wouldn't, wouldn't meet that often. So is this a blessing or a curse? Uh, just going back to your roots and just figuring it out there and then. Let's listen to this. I think the most important bit for me to consider was the fact that I was uh, locked in with my parents for an extended period of time. Questions about personal space was uh, were on the top of my mind. Um, another thing that I've been troubled by is confinement because uh, I, I feel like going outside, interacting with other people is so critical to being able to, you know, think. Um, and I, that's affected my ability to write, my ability to process information. Okay, you know, this note, I think, was interesting because, you know, clearly there was a polarity between the person feeling confined and stuck at home, but yet there was the duty towards the parents, and that's why he went back to India. So there's all of this uh, dichotomy of feeling, which is totally understandable. Uh, particularly the severity of the Indian lockdown was such that, you know, yeah, people were literally stuck in, in their flats, not allowed to go out. But 
Look, on the other hand, I think he was actually one of the fortunate minority who actually had the luxury to even complain. You know, and he he refers to this. There was a huge migrants, and there is still a huge migrants crisis in India, with this uh, shutdown, and it's elicited, I think, three reactions from the elite. Um, some of them have just buried their head in the sand and pretend like you know real people and poverty and struggle doesn't exist, and they've continued to live their life in the in their fake bubbles. The second group has you know begun to see how the common <clears throat> woman, man, etc., struggles for survival, and this makes them ironically both grateful and depressed about their lives, right? Because you realize how lucky you are. And a third category, I think, which is a tiny drop in the ocean, is actually spurred on to do stuff to help you know vulnerable people, whatever soup kitchens, uh, uh, community, you know, whatever uh, collection of money, etc. But admittedly, not enough, but still something. And I think a lot of the reason that people do this is to help assuage their own guilt. Um, so this is what I've seen coming out of India, and yeah. But I just think that it's it's all of this is really normal. This you know this this dichotomy, as I've said, between feeling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's very interesting. Uh, so and I have uh, a couple of other personalities, uh, and which I really respect. So I'm just going to introduce this voice note of a friend of mine who's taken this lockdown so bloody well with this incredible positive attitude, and she has taken this as an as an opportunity to totally reinvent, redesign her life. It was this is a before and after, and uh, all kudos to her. Shall we play this? Sure. Reinventing myself. Have you ever wondered what it might be like to move out of a career that you've been in all your life? To start following passions that you have been wanting to do for a while, but haven't been quite sure how to go about it? I had been working in the same profession since I finished university, but was working too hard, didn't have enough time and energy for the projects and the people I'm interested in. An opportunity came up to move into a completely different industry, one that had been on my radar for a while, so I took it. Wow, Mariam, this person really seems to have had quite the opportunity to reinvent themselves. Look, I think I'm sure it took effort to get there, but I can only imagine when you feel so stuck and that all avenue seems blo- seemed blocked, um, that people were super creative and re-engineered their lives and their careers. So kudos to her, as you say, and uh, sounds like it was quite a catharsis for this person. I don't know so many like her, but more power to her. And the most interesting thing is, I'm one of five sisters. So my youngest sister and I are 15, 16 years apart. And she's always been the baby in the family, and I've always babied her. But in this lockdown, she has become the elder sister. And I have become the baby sister who needs constant constantly be told by her mariam are you wearing a mask mariam why are you traveling mariam don't do this and you know what she said to me three days ago Nithya, she's 16 years my junior she's my baby she says mariam i'm gonna beat you up <laughs> i said me too you can't say this to me i'm elder to you <laughs> so she's like no i have to take responsibility now because none of you guys are taking responsibility so people have taken this lockdown as an opportunity to actually reinvent the hierarchy in the family so i'm fine i find that hilarious that's just so wanted funny. to share that. Mariam, just listening to this voice note, I'm wondering, you know, who are all these people who came out of lockdown speaking 17 languages and reading three books uh, a day upside down and, you know, <laughs> learning the whole BKS, Iyengar, uh, you know, uh, dynamic flow. And I don't know, I just had no time. 
Yes, and, and even if you have time, you don't want to sit and read and new learn new languages and listen to all the perfect podcasts and do the perfect just augment your learning curve because we are it's, these are extraordinary times and you need extraordinary pleasure and leisure to stay sane. I think. Sure, but you know what was really helpful to me, I, so that I didn't lose my marbles, and many people would argue that I have. I hmm. uh, was maintaining like small quarantine rituals, like I'd call it taking a walk every day at 4 p.m. Hmm. or speaking to my parents over FaceTime every morning when I woke up, whatever. I was baking like Martha Stewart thrice a week. <laughs> you know? I know you were too. Um, yeah. And we have our hips to show for it. Uh, yeah, I but know. So, you know, so these routines, I think, really helped me with my men- mental strength and they helped me get through this period. But I really don't know how people had had the time to perfect their yoga and all of that. Cause I feel is like there anything failure. you will miss about the lockdown? Mariam, I don't want to say that too soon, given our impending <laughs> state of doom. <laughs> Let's Nithya, not speak too soon. Nithya, we did get a very comfortable in our in, in that thing, this place we have created in ourselves. And now that I'm flying out f- for a long time, I look back at these six months and to stay sane, you're so right, are small rituals, reading and walking and music and podcasts and cooking and dancing, just staying sane. I think we became very close to ourselves. Exactly. (laughs) And keeping a sense of humor through all of it. I mean, that really helped me. This relationship that, yeah. yeah, so we've made a very strong relationship with our lockdown and ourselves and our tanhai, as you say. So breaking it and and embracing the world again again it, it takes a bit of energy anyway so let's 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 start let's listen to this very cute uh, voice note by of course our colonial masters yours and mine nitya as you are from india <laughs> i am from pakistan and Speak i found for it yourself, <laughs> yeah. yeah i found it so funny it is the way, especially the way he says bloody nuisance let's hear it <laughs> the pandemic It's been both a shock and a nuisance to me, and of course many other people. And if you've been sick, clearly it could have been a lot worse. Fortunately, I've not been. So to me, life has been different. It's been a nuisance. No sport, no restaurants, no socialisation, no international travel, but really a nuisance. You know, jokes apart, uh, you know, this being a bloody nuisance, etc. I think, you know, the crisis, you know, it has a devastating effect on virtually every corner of the mm. economy. And I think that the charity sector has been no exception. So, uh, so Nitya, coming from the bloody nuisance this lockdown has been to being a great play, a time for great discovery, self-discovery, redesigning, reinvention, everything of life. It depends on the personalities and how they've taken it. I want to introduce a quote by a very, very lovely friend of mine who is a psychotherapist and who's had more than 45 years of, of experience working with people and how trauma shapes and reshapes our personalities. I would like to introduce this voice note and maybe end with this because this captures the essence of everything that we've been talking so far. So, Nitya, uh, before I introduce the final uh, voice note, I wanted to thank you so much. One of the best things about the lockdown actually has been how doing this podcast with you and Khayam. It has been a great pleasure and uh, you brought something that we had forgotten in the lockdown, which is laughter. Well, Mariam, it's been, a, it's been a great pleasure and I've had a blast doing this. So thank you for including me. Yes, till we meet again. And now we have the voice note. Well, I think... It has impacted everybody without a doubt. And 
it has divided people into two extremes. Some have become extremely anxious. Some have become sort of deniers, people who don't think it exists. But the way I see it, we were all hit by something that is bigger than us and we have no control of. Therefore, it has caused a crack in all of us, a crack in our personalities, in our way of being. And the crack can be white or as thin as a hairline. And through that, you have to watch what will come out. Because I think what will come out may be memories from childhood, maybe resentments, maybe anger, maybe sort of love lost and yearning. And I think we all have to try and discover something new about ourselves from what comes out. So we can actually use this rather than um, miss the opportunity for from what is coming out as a result, not just resent it and throw it away.